0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of the under the scope podcast where we discuss music i am your host will brost and calling Mm -hmm. from the other side Mm -hmm. of the line Mm -hmm. i had had some swagger with that i'm not gonna lie that was pretty good delivery
1: you had that you had that staccato flow
0: (laughs) exactly I'm working my way up to like Migos flow with it, but I'm gonna stick with a staccato you delivery. You can't
1: be as you can't be as direct then if you're getting if you're going with Migos flow. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: well, it's gotta be a little bit more loose. Well, in and, that
0: in that case, I'll just and, stick to my flow that I have right now and yeah. let you guys know that Patrick Anderson, as always, is on the other side of the line. So ha- here I am. Yeah, how's it going?
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. We both got bad necks today.
0: We got yeah, our necks are hurting, probably because I've been like writing all of these notes for this podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, we that's do, what it yeah. is. Just furiously, we do it writing, for you guys.
0: Yeah, like typing uh,
1: and
0: like Hemingway or whoever would just lock himself in his addict, attic, attic mm-hmm. and uh, just. I'm kind of like that, except I share my thoughts on like albums and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah. Pre- I'm pretty much Hemingway <laughs> is what I'm trying to get at. But.
1: I, I write books, and then I forget to take notes on <laughs> on albums, <laughs> so I just have no idea what I'm talking about. It, it shows, it shows. But I don't have a publishing company either, so nothing gets so just, done.
0: You just have books just chilling yeah, in your head. just ass. laying around. Yeah.
1: Half-written half written books that I slave <laughs> over.
0: Gosh, Nate, we're already going off track. I love it. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, uh, oh. well, what is today? Today's so, a special day, isn't it? We don't have an album that we're reviewing.
0: We don't. So, um, last quarter, Patrick, yours truly. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, wait. You came up with this. You came up with this idea, and I just—oh yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> with this, uh, with this idea that, you know, because we're a very, you know, successful business and all of that, we have to release we our. Are. We have to release our uh, quarterly reports every quarter. Uh, and in these mm-hmm. quarterly reports, uh, we discussed the music released over the past three months um, that we just didn't have time to cover on our uh, other podcasts or blogs. Um, so, great idea. Sorry, I just tried to take credit for that idea just now, but I. Just... You just
1: tried to <laughs> Zuckerberg my.
0: <laughs> you made this? Wait a minute, no I (laughs) I, I made it (laughs) So with this podcast um, We'll do the uh, same format That we had the last time uh, During our quarter one podcast Which you should listen to if you haven't yet Um, The two of us will discuss Four albums that we Agreed on discussing prior to this podcast Um, Then each of us will give Four individual recommendations That you know are a surprise, I guess, to the other person at least. I don't know what his individual recs are. He doesn't know what mine are. Um, And after that, we're going to list off a few more albums that we enjoyed uh, throughout the quarter just to provide even more additional recommendations to you guys. Uh, And then depending on time, actually, yeah, we'll probably have enough time to um, discuss just our feelings on the quarter overall. Um, So while our first quarter we discussed You know, music from January to March This is our quarter two podcast for 2017 So we'll discuss music uh, released from April 1st, 2017 To June 30th Um, That said, we do talk about albums a lot on our podcast So we're not going to repeat ourselves So I'm quickly going to list off the albums that we have already covered And will thus not be talking about now these are—we actually did a lot, by the way. We, we had a lot of podcasts on albums this quarter, so I'm proud of us for, you know, having a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, we had
1: we had more than usual, didn't we?
0: Yeah, yeah. We normally only have, a, you know, a few albums and then maybe, like, a Grammys podcast or something like that. But we had a bunch of album thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. This quarter alone, we had Father John Misty, Pure Comedy, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, Gorillaz, Humans, <laughs> Lil Yachty, Teenage Emotions— <laughs> Um uh, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Fleet Fox's Crack Up. And then we are not going to um reveal on this podcast um we we are doing another album review in blog form and that's in the works right now. It is for an album that recently came out and um if you're interested, go check it out. We won't tell you what album it is, but you're just going to have to trust your boy! Uh, <laughs> subtle. So, uh, yeah, yeah, very subtle there. Um, just check out our blog. Uh, we're crazy for that one. Um, <laughs> it, it could be anybody, you know? <laughs> it's literally... Literally anybody.
1: So, uh, so yeah. yeah uh, uh, just.
0: <laughs> so, other than those five albums, I... Uh, Mentioned that we did a podcast on and the mystery album that we will be blogging in the near future. Every other album is fair game. You know, we can talk about any album we want. Um, Mm -hmm. However, we will start with the four that were kind of, you know, bantering together mini review style that we agreed to discuss earlier. Um, Pat, did you want to start with any of them in particular? I guess make it your call. Let's start with oh oh what is it what could it be one of four choices max
1: demarco all right max let's, let's talk about Mac's new album
0: yeah so quick quick background really quick background because these are quicker reviews mac demarco <laughs> released uh his latest album this old dog um mac demarco is a canadian indie rock and jangle pop singer songwriter multi-instrumentalist um Jingle pop jangle pop so that's
1: i haven't heard that
0: really oh okay so jangle pop is typically reserved i the you know real estate gets this term a lot where it's very uh very sun-baked guitars very warm atmosphere just down down very twangy but not country twangy but you know uh i guess uh the very first smith's album uh has some kind of twang jangle pop guitars on okay it as
1: well. yeah yeah i get what you're saying it's kind of loosey, loosey goosey yeah like, yeah Loosey goosey uh, kind of fun yeah. kind
0: of you know not taking itself too seriously relaxing
1: all right okay exactly yeah. okay that makes that makes complete sense then yeah, yeah. i
0: saw that term right. the other week and i'm like that sounds good uh so yeah what did you think about it
1: I I really I, I it's it hasn't really worn on me over the past couple weeks either. I really like this album a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it might be my favorite Mac album. Mm.
0: It is my favorite at this Mac point. album. Yeah.
1: At yeah, at this point. So it's uh Salad Days and this are still mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um pretty uh, they're pretty neck and neck as far as like favorite goes for him. He's very consistent, by the way.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think his like only like very yeah. very
1: consistent. His last I mean, record. The, but, uh, sorry, go the, ahead. The one before this one.
0: Yeah, it was a slight step down for me, but that's yeah partially because it was like a mini LP, so it was yeah sort exactly. Of a, it's, yeah, it, it was very short anyway. So but,
1: yeah, it's super short, and there's like, but, but there's some like really good songs on there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, um, uh, another one on yeah. there, and no other heart. So yeah. there's still some good stuff on there. Like he's really consistent, but this one is like so personal and like and so meaningful. And the instrumentals on this are amazing, um, and the songwriting is 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 the best that I've heard from him. I mean, it, it just sounds it just sounds like he's kept refining his craft. Yeah, I know? think
0: it's his, It's definitely his most mature project yet. Um, I guess yeah. early on. Uh, You know, people were kind of hyped about his music, but the bigger draw to him was sort of this goofball, happy-go-lucky personality that everybody just kind of gravitated toward. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it overshadowed his music uh, back, you know, around salad days or two or what have you. Um, But this one is the first one where I think that the personality hype was kind of died down. um, And so the music was sort of the main focus. Uh, and I think it's beneficial to him as an artist as a result because there's, like you said, just great songwriting on here. Um, the guitar work that people know Mac DeMarco for is still there on tracks like Still Beating or My Old Man. Um, but mm-hmm. I love this this synth direction that he took
1: this time, I think is wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's like Chamber of Reflection just got turned into an entire album.
0: Right, and that was sort of the... Uh, the i guess the sleeper hit on um on salad days where it kind of stuck out on salad days but now it seems like half that's my favorite is is it from a salad days
1: that's my favorite mac demarco song
0: oh really period
1: yeah yeah i i love that song i like i still just I, i i i haven't gotten a song from him that just you know hits me like like that one did and still does you know yeah um i i really love that song and it's the it's the first kind of like uh real like showing of him using this kind of style so i i like that aspect of it too but yeah that's my that's my favorite so i was super excited when you know like for the first time Mm -hmm. like that like that intro with that that synth Intro. That's an amazing instrumental too. Yes. And he uses on that. Uh, but yeah, like when that came in, I was like, I was super excited for the rest of the album because of um, how how heavy synth that really was.
0: Yeah, and it comes so. off very uh, tasteful. Uh, I think after Currents, especially, we kind of had this whole trend of like, you know, I was doing indie rock guitar stuff, but now I'm gonna go electro synth stuff like with Boney Bear or yeah. Dirty Projectors uh, a bunch of other groups they just kind of switched over to more synthy sounds and a lot of it seemed forced I think this seems mm-hmm. very natural like uh, One More Love Song I think is a very just genuine use of synth in oh. this. It, that's one of that's that might be my favorite song on there One More Love Song um, it's so good <laughs> it, it really it's is just, good
1: yeah I, I can't every I, one of the one of the biggest draw or or not drawbacks one of the biggest uh, takeaways I guess mm-hmm. from this from this record like is how good of a job he does at creating very pleasant sounding music, but like also like really meaningful music too. Yes. like his songwriting is so good.
0: Yeah, and it's but
1: a- <clears throat> and and it doesn't it doesn't get it doesn't get like cheapened by um just like a good vibes kind of mindset or anything like he's got real substantial stuff that he's saying but like but it's just like and it's all like such pleasant you know even the sadder stuff like that like that song is like it's so it's 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 so pleasantly like bittersweet
0: yeah and you want to talk uh you know, having something to say and just sort of, like, emotional depth. The song uh, Moonlight on the River, that song, oh, yeah. that song came out of nowhere for me. Like, I didn't know Mac could write a near, like, I guess it's like a seven-minute song, but it's very, mm-hmm. very uh, dark. I guess by Mac DeMarco standards, it's very dark. Um, mm-hmm. What is it? Just talk about yeah. everybody dies, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, whoa, uh, threw me off a little bit one of my favorite songs yeah. on there but you know just something i had and to do
1: too. the psych breakdown at the end too
0: yeah i love that if he goes if chamber of reflection was an indication of what's to come when he released that on salad days i hope that moonlight on the river and one more love song are sort of the indicators of what's to come in like 2020 or whenever his next album is that's my hope yeah because um, i can tell he's sort of ditching the guitar sound a little bit i mean it's still yeah. like i mentioned on a few of these songs here but uh on the level is incredibly synth heavy
1: yeah oh yeah it's the whole thing pretty much yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's pretty much the same uh yeah that, for that particular song just sort of the same synth loop and there's not even like a guitar in that track whatsoever uh, at least to my knowledge but yeah but yeah um i'm glad you're liking it though uh, it's kind of been my yeah.
1: Favorite. I'm I'm still really liking it quite a bit.
0: It's been my uh my go-to album this year for you know any sort of relaxing mood. I'll just throw it on. I bought the record, so I love it enough. Uh, you know, to go out and actually get a physical copy of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the the record I've spun the most this year actually, because I could just put it on every like Sunday morning when I wake up, and it's just pure
1: bliss. Yeah it's one of my it's one of my most listened to um especially of this quarter but yeah maybe of the year too just because yeah just because it's so easy to listen to too it doesn't demand a whole lot and it's uh but it's not like it's not just you know bullshit right so right there's some there's some tracks on there um on here um wolf who wears sheep's clothes that i'm like that i don't go back to or anything yeah um but i mean honestly like besides that baby you're out i don't really listen to that that much either those
0: those were my two that kind of just they stuck out a little bit i don't hate them but it's just kind of threw off the the mood uh
1: yeah there there there's some it's it it sounds more like mac on like uh two (laughs)
0: Yes, exactly. He he brings you know, it back a little bit, maybe a little bit too much on those instead of kind of sticking yeah, with Yeah, they the don't feel like formula. they fit
1: in as much, but they're still not bad. They're just like, right. mm, like I'm not as, yeah, I'm not as crazy about them, but.
0: but yeah, how are you feeling on it?
1: I'm uh, I'm at an eight on it. Yeah, me too. All right, two of okay. us have an eight on that one. Okay, <laughs> that, that was a great, just like, how are you feeling? Eight. Yep, me too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's an eight. I mean. It is very much an eight album. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight out of just a couple things here and there, but overall, it's really great. So
0: right, and it's not on that nine, you know, album of the year type of level either. Um, No, just because I don't know, it's not. I mean, it's ambitious for him, but it's not like, you know, the the whole scene of the music world is changing because of this album or anything.
1: So no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Which one did you want to talk about next?
1: Uh, You pick. Ooh, I get to pick. I I, I got the first one. You pick the second. Okay.
0: Well, I'll pick the one I wrote down first, Um, just because. Future Islands with with, uh, their album, The Far Field. Um, Mm -hmm. Real quick background before we get into it. And just, I mean, the quickest background of all time. Uh, Future Islands are an American synth pop band fronted by Sam Herring. Uh, Who's known for, I guess, his energy and his vibrance. Uh, They're known for, obviously, you know, just a synth pop band. But they have a lot of, you know, energy. If Mac DeMarco's synth album was very laid back and relaxing, this is synth with some sort of driving, pulsating element to it. Um, What did you think?
1: Uh, At first, not, not that, not that great. That's what I like. I, I was not crazy about it at first um it, it like it, it it felt like it was just like a little it's like really repetitive and um mm-hmm. kind of played out for a little bit um but like lately like over the past month or two i've been like really really liking this album a lot more like a steep jump okay from where i was before um well that's super steep like i didn't hate it but I definitely didn't think it was, like, great. I was maybe at, like, a five on it, honestly. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, like, it was the first few times I listened to it, because I was just like, mm. just sort of But lately, lately, I just, like, I've really, really started to okay. like it. Um, I think the reason is, it's just, like, it's so... Uh, like, the simplicity of it, but, like, also just, like, the amount of passion mm-hmm. and... Um, and i mean there's like still some ambition there too it's just it's it's the same thing with mac it's like it, it's the it's the stylistic ambition it's not really trying to push against anything it's just trying to be the best that you can um but you can see it more and more i, I can see it more and more when i listen to it um n- rather than like what i saw before on it
0: yeah and um, um I, I just want to say you mentioned that it's uh early on you felt that it was uh repetitive i still feel that way uh which is maybe my biggest drawback to this album is that uh, the songs kind of run into each other a little bit for me uh there's not a ton of variance on it and i felt there was a decent amount of variance on singles uh, which was their album prior to this one um but yeah Yeah. i just wanted to get that out
1: yeah so there's there's still like a slight amount but it's not nearly as much as i thought like at first when i was first listening through to it i agree with that um towards the end towards the end it gets a little bit it still drags a little bit
0: Hmm.
1: for um for me but um but yeah overall i'm feeling pretty positive about it now i uh i I, um the first part the first like half of this album is great
0: yes i yes i agree and
1: it's it's fantastic um time on her side is like one of the it's so it's one of the most like glorious and cathartic songs (laughs) that i think that they've made it is very much
0: like you know he loves performing that song He just I can just, Yeah
1: I know I can just picture it just like Dancing side to side and Just like yelling up at the ceiling <laughs> but,
0: but yeah that whole uh, That four track stretch uh, From track two to track five So that's mm-hmm. Time on Her Side Ran, Beauty of the Road And Cave Those might be mm-hmm. my four favorite songs on the whole thing And it's such a stellar run Just going back to back to back to back um, yeah, so I, I like agree the with you on well that first too, half. Aladdin. Yeah, that it has that that uh, I guess that quiet lead in, but once it gets going, um,
1: it's mm-hmm. it's really yeah. good as well. Yeah, it's got a really passionate build up at the end too. Mm-hmm. That his yeah, what's his? I can't ever remember his name.
0: Sam Herring.
1: Sam Herring. Yeah, his his voice. I just I've come to just love it now.
0: I love him on anything. He has been on. Within the past 18 months or so, obviously, this Future Islands, uh, he was on the Bad, Bad, Not Good album. He was on the Clams Casino album. And he was on the Milo album as a rapper. And I just feel like he can go over anything at this point, and I'll be entertained. Because he just has so much, like, you know, as we've mentioned, passion, vibrance, energy.
1: Yeah. He's got so much creative passion. And, uh, like,
0: it's it's just so infectious that you can't help but be happy listening to him because he seems very happy doing what he's doing as well. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's part of what it was too like the charm of of that's of it. what it was like he basically just swindled me into liking it a lot more than i <laughs> originally yeah. did. Cuz he's so freaking good and well he I, just loves it so much. I
0: well I you know I saw them live and
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's right
0: he, yeah. Was, he was wearing this i guess lighter purple uh you know button down shirt that you might wear to work or something like that if you have an office job and by the you know by the fifth song it was like a dark purple shirt just because of how much sweat had been going on him just dancing to his own music feeling it as if it was like the first time he had ever heard it um and so he <laughs> carries that passion into everything and it's just so great and it's it makes for a great concert. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the whole album is just, it's really fun. Uh, it's easy to dance to. Um, you know, easy to, you know, kind of move along with if you're driving along or whatever. But, but yeah, I agree. Pretty good album for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good album for me, too. A lot more better than, or a lot better than what I had originally, but it's still, you know. I guess
0: one thing specifically... Uh, I really like, uh, you know, obviously they're a synth pop band, so the synth kind of is the focus, but I love the bass lines on here throughout. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're, they're so simple. They, they are simple, but they're, but they're very, uh, you know, they, I guess, pulsating. I, I guess I already used that word, but I can't think of a better word. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're driving, they keep the energy going. Um, very simple, but very effective.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. They're, they're like, it's like the most efficient way to use your bass and I think this um, album's being
0: overlooked a little bit uh, I saw a few of the uh, you know halfway through the year so we're going to do our album of the year so far list I haven't really seen Future Islands on there a whole lot um, which is kind of a shame because I like this album
1: mm-hmm. yeah that is I don't know maybe, the, maybe maybe Pitchfork will give them their due
0: yeah yeah they just
1: later later on and later on in the I think that they really liked it they
0: yeah I think you're right I can't remember. I don't think it was best new music or anything, but either way, um no about the album itself, do you have anything else? I kind of ran out of my thoughts
1: um well, not too much really it's just it 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 if if you're not feeling it on the first few listens i'd I'd recommend just kind of easing into it a little bit and and letting it kind of do its thing cuz it is it, there is a lot of good good heart in here. Pitchfork gave it a 7.6.
0: Okay, that's decent, you know.
1: Yeah, um, pretty good. They probably it, it may be on an end of the year list for them. Yeah, they deserve they they deserve some more recognition for for this record. Oh sorry. Whoa. My neck, my, oh, man. my neck. I had to set up. My neck was killing me. Wow. Okay. Your neck really is messed up. I'm sorry. I pinched, uh, I pinched the nerve. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Yeah. I mean, I
1: uh, listening to this new future islands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's like a neck banger. Um, so I think part anyway. of it with me real quick before we get to final, you know, ratings and whatnot. Um, what it was with me is it was kind of a slow burner cause it came out the same day as, uh, father john misty new pornographers arca there were a couple of yeah. others in there too uh so you know i just kind of had it on the back burner for a while but i listened to it a lot uh going into the concert and that kind of reaffirms that i liked it um for me it's a seven out of ten because just the, the repetition was that much uh to where i can't say i'm just in love with this thing completely but you know so I still recommend it, and it's in probably in my top twenty-five of the year so far.
1: Yeah, I'm at a seven-two. Oh, <laughs> dang it! Oh, okay, one of these days. <laughs> well, yeah, I know we're gonna get We're gonna have when we have like like a you hate this, I love this, or vice versa day. Like yeah. we have to make that like a like the podcast.
0: Yeah, we we'll make it just like. Listen, who cares what the album is? But we just disagreed by like three or four rating scale or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, yeah, you're right. Maybe it'll be on this podcast somehow. We'll see. We still have a few more albums to talk about. Um, all right, what's the next one? I picked the I picked the Future Islands, so it's your turn. Uh,
1: you've got. I mean, you've got. There you go. Genius. <laughs> sorry (laughs) i thought you were gonna switch it up yeah perfume Mm -hmm. uh, genius okay so oh the new perfume genius
0: yes so perfume genius uh released his album no shape um and just real quick background on perfume genius his real name is mike hadrius uh he's a seattle-based art pop indie pop baroque pop whatever term you want to use uh, transcendent pop. Transcendent, it's. I mean, it's pop, but it's not top forty pop. It's very much pop for the indie hipster kids or whatever. Anyway, he's a yeah. solo act. Uh, I think this is his fourth album, um, but this one got a lot of hype and acclaim. Uh, what did you
1: think about it? I really like this thing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I, I. Okay, I like it. Uh, I, I still really like it. Um, but it, it there are there are things on it that I don't like as much. Okay. Um, just, I I think just like the whole grandiose element of it mm-hmm. um, is gone now. Like when I first mm. heard it, that you know that's that's so striking because this album is just magnificent.
0: It is like majestic. It is gl- yeah. a glorious pop album. I, yeah yeah
1: yeah. It, it is transcendent um it definitely it definitely has that quality to it so when i first was listening to it i was like holy moly this thing is so freaking ambitious Mm -hmm. and and it is it is ambitious and it's and it is um orchestral and 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 grand and every and all of that um but like there there's just things on here that i'm not that i'm not as crazy about like um as i was before just just elements that uh, like uh specifically like the song just like love
0: that's fair that's fair
1: um things things like that that just um songs that that get that get kind of uh, like the like melodies and things like that that are just kind of, that that get kind of weird you know what i'm saying yeah no i i um, and, and after after a little while but they're still i mean it's still just um it's still just as 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 big and as bright and as amazing as it was the first time i listened to it it's just that i'm not as as impressed as i was at first but it's not like it's really not like a a huge difference i don't think
0: and i think um you know as you know as grandiose as you know you've mentioned and i agree there are just a couple tracks that are a little simpler in comparison um that didn't you know just like love i guess I I mean, it's not that simple by art pop standards, but, you know, coming after you know, Other Side and uh, Slip Away. Yeah. Yeah, so it just I guess by comparison you know, like comparison solely within the structure of No Shape um, some songs are just slightly less ambitious than others, uh, which is kind of Mm -hmm. my slight I think that
1: I think that just like love is my least favorite from here, and that's the that's that's you know that's why, I, you know, just went went right to it because it's 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 pretty much the clear standout at this point for me. Yeah.
0: So uh, I heard you groan when we said other side or when I said other side.
1: That's no, 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 I didn't groan. I said I said I, I, I made like a like a.
0: Something positive Wow,
1: yes yeah. I was giving a positive Maybe I did groan because of my neck oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I involuntarily groaned
0: So I mean, it, I'm going into this album I hadn't heard anything about mm-hmm. I hadn't heard anything by Perfume Genius before But I know he's supposed to be this pretty eccentric pop artist And for the first minute or so It's like a pretty, pretty sweet, pleasant piano ballad I'm like, okay, this is very enjoyable But I don't get it uh, you know mm-hmm. get the hype and then all of a sudden it's just this it, it like i've been it calling boom. it boom yeah i've been calling like it like
1: explosion. this explosion
0: this like crystalline icy just something i hadn't heard in a pop song before but it just comes in and it's yeah that sets the Dude, tone it, for the rest of the whole album and i'm like
1: okay this it, is it. scared me <laughs> it scared yeah because it did it made me jump because it, like the first <laughs> Cause the first like minute and a half or so is so quiet that i had it turned up like pretty loud because i was like this is really nice i really like this i'm gonna mm. have it up <laughs> you know and i i had it pretty loud like in my car and like <laughs> and like all because it comes in like like, just... Yeah, immediately. Everything, everything just explodes. It's like the big bang. Yep, it just <laughs> yep, it's, it's up everything there. Everything just explodes all at once. Like, I legitimately jumped. I was like, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> well, and his his voice is very soft and, you know, very uh-huh. very quaint, very, uh, you know, unassuming. And then all of a sudden, it's just that drop that... I've only experienced before with, like, Dance Yourself Clean or In the Flowers or something like that as far as an opening track. Just something that mm-hmm. completely you know, flipped my expectation of what was going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's a drop. Uh, great song, but not my favorite song on here. I just want to list yeah. off a few of mine just because I, I love this album. I think it's one of the best all year, um, easily, I think just uh, one of my favorites from the moment i heard it and i am still playing it all the time but okay yeah slip away was the lead single that's just a a great single that showcases Mm -hmm. really what he's all about uh wreath is probably my favorite track on here it's just this overly confident and catchy Mm -hmm. um aggressive by perfume genius standards Uh, the melodies are just instantaneous and memorable um uh, my two other I guess top 5 favorites on here Uh, Die For You it's this really wonderful just very low key kind of a ballad but kind of an indie pop thing It's very again this is very eclectic eccentric any word you want to associate with that uh, that's what this album is Um, so it's kind of hard to describe some of these songs in comparison to others because I really hadn't heard a pop record like this Um, and then just real quick the last track I wanted to highlight uh sides that Wyas Blood yeah. feature. Yeah. Her vocals are beautiful on that. I was like Gorgeous. Oh. I, and I heard her record last year. Uh I forget the name of it, but you know, only because I felt it was decent and it kind yeah. of went in yeah. one year I, out the yeah, other. Yeah,
1: I, I can't remember the name of that either. Yeah, it's a really good record though.
0: It yeah, it um but yeah Wyas Blood, her her vocal part is just the one feature he does have on here. She absolutely nails it. Um, so yeah, that was another highlight for me. Um, but yeah, it,
1: what about what about the last track?
0: Yes, well, it, it's it's that one, uh, Alan, and yeah. every night, uh, which are the endings of the two sides of the albums. So it's not only the closure to the entire album, but the closure to side one of the album. To me, they're connected <laughs> because they have this sort of, you know, very. Simple piano ballad type structure, but very emotionally impactful as well. Not a whole lot of glitz and glamour with those two tracks, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I didn't notice that. Because that's that's
1: yeah, yeah, that's an interesting perspective that you can pick up on. Because you have the final, exactly. So I bought the
0: record, and so when I played the end of the first side, I'm like, oh, that's like a natural closure to, you know, it. It would be a natural closure if he made it the closure of the album. But in a way, he kind of gets away with having two closers just from that perspective. But, I mean, obviously, beautiful tracks, very emotive tracks. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to – if I keep talking for too long, it's just going to be a giant circle jerk because I love most – just about everything on this. Um, Just art, pop, brilliance. Um, Yeah, a ton of –
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I I I agree. I I think that this this thing is like the it's probably the most underratedly impressive record Mm. um, so far this year. Because I I know that it's been getting quite a bit of acclaim Mm -hmm. but I still haven't been hearing like a lot of you know talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like after the fact um of it coming out you know what i mean
0: yeah i agree with that i agree with like that. people
1: talk uh, people talk are, are talking about uh father john misty's record still way more than like they're talking about this record or when, something like father that when father john
0: misty came out before i mean uh, you know perfume genius came out in may and there's still a bunch of records from before may that people are talking about i guess more so yeah than this yeah one.
1: exactly yeah and yeah so i know that it got a lot of acclaim but i still think that like as far as like a uh, a, a conversation starter goes, it's yeah. like this thing is still there. And it's, it's like, it's so freaking impressive.
0: Yeah. I just want to check out everything he's done in the past. I mean, the upbeat moment. Yeah, were- I
1: still haven't, I still haven't gone back and looked at his other, his other, uh, his other work yet. It, but I, yeah. I, cause this is my first introduction into him. I didn't know who he was before, before this.
0: Yeah. He's uh, all of his work is highly acclaimed. As I mean, it's all above 80 Metacritic or whatever. Stat you want to use to determine a claim. Um, but just, yeah, yeah, re- just I guess final thoughts for me. A uh, ton of instrumental diversity on here. Uh, the stylistic choices are very eclectic and interesting. Um, the moments, uh, you know, for the most part are all pretty well. Moments. God, we're done. We're do- <laughs> we, I said we wouldn't talk about the gorillas album and, <laughs> on this podcast, but here we are, just reminding me. You know, as I'm kind of reminiscing on an album I love to just yeah, like...
1: Hey, having a great time. Yeah,
0: hey, <laughs> think about the Gorillas album for a moment. Um, <laughs> God dang it, I'm going to stop using the word moments. Um, Sorry. So yeah, uh, the songs that are really tender and, you know, ballad-like, they're wonderful. The songs that are more upbeat and aggressive and uh, like pulsating, those are great. Everything is just so wonderfully crafted and executed very little fat on here um i would say i guess my least favorite tracks would be um gosh i don't know just like love maybe um oh uh run me through that's my least favorite one uh, yeah that, that okay. one that was like a, a near five minute song and it just i kind of yeah. got tired of the it and it stuck out i mean each song has its own personality on here but that one i think stuck out even more uh than the other ones did um, so that was kind of yeah. low light, but that's, I mean, that's a very minor low light. Um,
1: yeah, they both, all of them, like any, any of the complaints that I had is the same way. It's just like, they kind of just stick out as things that aren't as impressive it's just because the standard seems to be so high on the, the record. Right.
0: Right. So, um, for me, uh,
1: nine out of 10. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I. Uh, what what I really what I really enjoy about this thing is how accessible and how eclectic and artistic it can it is all rolled into one. Mm. Like it's like it, it it's 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 so gorgeous. It's like uh like a like a French art piece that everybody loves.
0: Yes, yes. You know, but
1: like the alike, it's it's so the aesthetics on this thing are of the most distinct that i've heard not only this year but in a very long time you know
0: Uh
1: Uh i mean i i don't know it's one of those it's it's one of those records that even if you don't care for it it's it's such a clear it's such a clear standout just because of how stylistic and aesthetically um committed it really is and i think that it's it's fantastic the way that you know he pulled it off um so there's just there's things here and there that i i don't know now i don't i now i'm not as like floored by okay um but overall i mean like i think that i think that this thing is incredibly impressive um and album of the year may be contender hey it's a contender for me thus far
0: so but yeah well
1: it's an eight right now for me okay so so it's hey. not album it, it's not album of the year contender because i have a couple scores <laughs> higher than those.
0: you've given more nines <laughs> than i have this year so what are we talking yeah. about here <laughs>
1: yeah no but i really i really do like this album it's just that like um you know
0: yeah
1: yeah so we finally yeah.
0: disagreed uh you know, put our average <laughs> Yeah, we really disagree. <laughs> <laughs> we put our average at eight and a half. Um so that leads us to our last in this, you know, series of four that we agreed to talk about. Um Slow Dive. Uh, <laughs> the 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 new self-titled slow dive record. Um <laughs> I, had <to. laughs> I, I had to I had to. I couldn't not do it. Um real fun fact before we talk about this. This was released the same day as the Perfume Genius album and the Mac Demarco album. So what a you know a very notable day in twenty. Yeah, that
1: was a crazy day. <laughs>
0: yeah, May fifth. Um, but yeah, so Slowdive, self-titled. Uh, they're you know they're shoegaze dream pop legends uh, from England. Uh, this is their first album in twenty two years. Uh, they helped define shoegaze back in the nineties with. Uh, you know how do you pronounce it? Like, Souvlaki, Su- 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 Soup Nazi? <laughs> soup,
1: No soup for you.
0: <laughs> so yeah, with uh, you know Souvlaki Su- and a uh, Pygmalion really helped define shoegaze in the '90s. They're back. Um, well, uh, I mean, it's a comeback album, so it's going to be hit or miss. So I'm kind of interested in hearing you know
1: what you have to think about it. I I love it still. Yep. Yep um so yeah like uh i uh i i'm not like huge um hugely like um into slow dive like i know suvaki um and that's it from them Bef- like before this okay um yeah all i know from them is suvaki i haven't heard this album yet <laughs> <laughs> But I think I'd like it based yeah. off of that.
0: This, this is my introduction to them, uh, or it was. And then oh, I list- that's
1: right, yeah, th- yeah. That is, this is your introduction. Yeah, go back and listen to Suvlaki And
0: I, I, did like a couple weeks ago. So I mean that that's how much I liked this album. Oh, you did? Yeah. So it's it's great nice. too. Yeah, we can talk yeah. about suvlaki on a different classic well, review podcast or
1: something like that. Yeah. But, Produced yeah. by Brian. You no. Know. Oh, well,
0: there you go. Yeah, <laughs> you with yeah. the Brian. of, I love it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I, uh, but I still, I, it's, it's still held up um, for me over the, um, over the, the couple months. Yeah. It's been a couple yeah. months. Yeah. Since it, since it came out. Yeah. So it's still hung up for me or hold, held up for me over the past couple months. The, the, um, the instrumentation is gorgeous on this thing. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the melodies are hypnotic um the the lyrics are meaningful for the most part um they're very shoegazy so mm-hmm. they can be kind of just abstract at time but that's not really the point um so but but yeah and star roving is like mm-hmm. song of the year contender that's
0: damn it that's my note says star roving equals s-o-t-y question mark. <laughs> That's, I mean, this album, I love it too, but that's the one I just yeah. I keep oh, yeah. coming back it, to. It start, is really.
1: the clear, standout track from this thing. And real it's,
0: quick, yeah, what I love about it is just, you know, it, like you mentioned, uh, the production is just, it, you know, or I guess the instrumentation is very, you know, dreamy throughout, but this is one of the only times where it gets fuzzier and into the more raw side of shoegaze. Um, and that's one thing I wish the album had a little bit more of. Um, I mean, you get it on that track and you get it on, I guess, like No Longer Making Time, a couple of other tracks in there. Um, I enjoy it overall, but yeah, I Star Roving is the best example of like the fuzzier, grittier side of shoegaze. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that was one of my song of the years as well. So, but yeah, go
1: ahead. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, go ahead and go ahead and go with your thoughts Okay. Too, because, because I, yeah, because I, I, I want to know where you're at right now on it too. So yeah, uh,
0: you know I, I mean I love it, but everybody loves it. So I don't know if yeah. I'm, I don't know if I love it more than anybody else loves it. Uh, it's uh, for a lot of people this is their number one album of the year, and I've seen a couple of publications that have had it, you know, top five. I don't know if it's quite there for me. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Where it places at the end of the year, um, but just as far as I guess the music and the whole comeback aspect, 22 years is a long time,
1: um, yeah. Hey, shout out Frank Ocean fans that yeah. <laughs> complain like, Jesus, <laughs>
0: what the hell? It's been four years,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's like, and you know, comeback records are hit and miss. You want to talk about a couple? In, 2016 uh, avalanches wildflower i thought was pretty good that was what 15 years
1: 16 16 years years? yeah
0: and yeah uh, but then on the other side of that coin shout out to american football
1: american football yeah
0: (laughs) so i was going into this even though i had never listened to uh, slow dive before i was still skeptical because 22 years i mean that's just hey we're gonna get the band back together we don't have that big of a discog anyway um, but I was just impressed uh, I think you kind of mentioned this, like the hypnotic sense of it, my biggest draw to this album was just the atmosphere it provided um, yeah. you could just throw so it on space. so much yeah, space uh, you know, just atmosphere it, it, it sucks you into its world as you're listening to it, and that was sort of my biggest draw to it
1: mm-hmm. yeah I the, um, the, uh, just the minimalism and the and the and the um and just like the the amount of like uh efficiency in the instrumentation is just it's it's phenomenal on here everything rings everything has a purpose um i really there's very little fat on here
0: that was my other thing i very little Uh, eight tracks you know only 46 minutes or so
1: yeah pretty short
0: yeah it leaves room for very little filler on here uh there's a couple tracks mm-hmm. i'm sort of Meh, on uh such as i guess don't know why is probably my least favorite one on here um
1: yeah yeah i uh i still really like it a lot but it has it has uh for me to kind of um just it, it kind of just like fallen a little bit as as far as you know as far as what I was feeling about it at first. Uh, What's your... Besides Star Roving, I think we're both agreed that that's, like, the best track on here.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know, what's my favorite besides that? Yeah. I really like... um... And this is probably where one might expect me to go with sugar for the pill because that was, I guess, the standout for a lot of people. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. going, uh, I'm going. I'm going slow mo. It's the opener. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: the opener. We can't be yeah. in complete agreement on this. thing. I, I think it's because
0: <laughs> while I enjoy a lot of the later tracks in the album, you know, and I, you know, I love them. Uh, they're almost too dreamy to where it reminds me more of their yeah, it's closer to beach house than it is to like my bloody valentine which is fine but i when you're throwing tracks like slow-mo and star roving on the record it's like oh man i wish i had more of that um slow-mo
1: is such an amazing intro yeah. too great and those are like the first got- two tracks
0: uh slow-mo and star roving and it's just the perfect start to uh the yeah
1: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> as soon as like as soon as i heard it coming i felt like i was like oh oh I think I'm really going to like this record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, like it, it's it's it has that amount of draw to it. That's it's it's that song's so infectious. Yeah. And the, there's like there's like barely any lyrics to that either. It's just it's just about curious things. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah. the mood is just what sucks me in. So I mean they I don't even know what they're saying most of the time because I'm not it's really something about just like curious
1: it. things and being curious and, and and that's such a and, and that and and the way that they captured that theme on the track too because that's kind of what, kinda what it, the that's what kind of what that and and some of the, the parts of this album feel like too is just kind of like you know just asking rhetorical questions and you know and and things like that yeah um, and just you know and, and and yeah and being like introverted and and asking yourself questions and being curious about whatever. So I, I, the themes and the, and the, um, um, yeah, just the whole atmosphere around Mm -hmm. this, like you said, is just, it's so well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I was surprised. I mean, they made a fan in 2017 and I'm sure I'm not the only one. So shout out to them. Mm -hmm. Um, that's it, kind of, for my thoughts on the album. Did you have anything else, real quick, you wanted to mention?
1: Uh, Sugar for the pills, is a great track too. Yeah, yep. yep. Uh, it, I mean,
0: that's probably one of my favorites as well. It, it, there's yeah. not a lot. to I
1: also from. really like the uh, the last track, the uh, Falling Ashes, quite a bit too. It's, it's
0: like a piano ballad of
1: sorts. Yeah, and the way that they, they and the way that they uh, they they lead out of it, it's kind of one of the few instances where you actually hear the vocals over the instrumentation, which is. You know, shoegaze is all is, is typically about kind of just muffling the vocals and right. You know, creating a mood and rather than like telling, then you know, using lyrics it's, to yeah. It's like the, the, to make your music. It's like uh,
0: the mumble rap of indie.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: <laughs> God damn it. So yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyway, but yeah. So, but I I really like that uh, the. That that as a closer track, just as a track, I think that it's just it's gorgeous and uh, yeah, kind of reminds me of just some like it. it, This thing just feels like so indie and and nice and just pristine at times and you know. Yeah, I hope people check it out.
0: It it might be a different genre for a lot of people, but it's very enjoyable. Um.
1: I yeah, I agree. Very accessible too, as far as you know. I think so.
0: Yeah. um Um, i'm going an eight on it
1: i am at a nine on this nice all right there's so there's so little filler on this that i and so little complaints that i have that you know what i'm i'm at a nine so there you go that's awesome okay so your
0: favorite of the four we talked about was slow dive mine was perfume genius Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of nice we disagree a little bit on that
1: yeah i'm glad that we didn't just like even keel like go through the whole thing oh wait you gave it a nine okay it's a nine for me
0: um <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. oh yeah you're right
0: <laughs> so now it's time for individual recommendations uh and i'm yeah. gonna be doing the awards again
1: <laughs> oh shit i yeah i gotta think of up really quick. Okay, okay all right so, i forgot about that. so i'll go
0: first then um Okay, so uh, just to reiterate, these are four recommendations from each of us uh, that, you know, whoever brings up the album will be talking, I guess, most of the time because it's their recommendation, uh, but of mm-hmm. course, we can chime in on each other's too and, you know, have a discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, so my first individual recommendation, this gets the Scopey Award for... The best power pop album of the quarter. Oh. This is where longtime fans of this podcast or people who know my taste might, you know, think that this is where I bring up the new pornographers' latest album. However, the best power pop album of the quarter is the debut album by Charlie Bliss entitled Guppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Guppy is simply. And I don't have that many thoughts on it because it's a very simple, straightforward album. But that said, it's the catchiest album I've heard all year. Uh, I haven't heard Hook's this infectious and earwormy since Car Seat Headrest, Teens of Denial, which was my album of the year last year. Um, as I mentioned, very straightforward. The album's appeal is very obvious and immediate. Uh, you can just throw it on and understand what there is to like about it. Um, the one obstacle I think for people might be, uh, Eva Hendrix's very chip monkey, ultra high pitched vocals that kind of threw me off guard considering the instrumentation is very nineties garage rock slash Mm -hmm. grunge. Um, but it makes for a great power pop match. Got the grungy guitars going with this very sweet vocal, sort of a, uh, opposites attract scenario. Um, I gave it the award for best power pop album of the quarter, but it might also win the award for my favorite debut project of the year so far. Um, which you know, me just kind of running through the albums I loved. There aren't that many great debuts this year, um, so take that, you know, praise how you will. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's very '90s alternative rock in the instrumentation, but the power popness comes in with the melodies and the harmonies that are just. You know, they're not the best vocalists in the world, but it's very very attention-grabbing um, You'll be singing it to yourself without even realizing it um, Eva Hendricks provides just a ton of energy and charisma throughout the whole thing um, And my biggest drawback is just you know, it's not overly ambitious or anything um, But it is a ton of fun uh, And I saved it for the recommendation section because I think it's a great recommendation uh, for people who are looking to try out new things, because it's very accessible, very easy to love, uh, it's an eight for me.
1: Nice. Yeah. So, have you heard it real quick? Yeah, I have. I really, I really enjoy it. I uh, uh, just spoiler alert: I didn't put it on my recommendations because I figured that you were going to put it on there.
0: That's the other thing with this whole individual recommendation thing: is we could put the same same albums on here. We just don't know yet.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I, 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 I knew that you really liked it a lot, so I, I didn't put it on mine. But I would recommend it for sure. I think that it's fantastic. Okay, um, awesome. It's, it, it's, it's like, a, it's like the, it, it's, a, it's like a, a sister album. Feels like almost to the crying record that came out last year
0: just power pop ton of influences coming from different directions Uh very and i love the
1: chipmunk vocals i think that they're very creative and like and and they make they make it really distinct too they make the whole record really distinct so i can understand if they're kind of off-putting but i really enjoy them
0: yeah it sort of elevated it for me but yeah uh Mm. what's your first one
1: uh mine is uh it this is another one for like people that want to get into some new stuff too because it's some new stuff for me too uh the physics house band whoa mercury fountain
0: this is unbeknownst to me i have no idea what this is do you have an award for it
1: i think oh shit (laughs) (laughs) that's okay uh the scopey for um hang on a second let's bring up the scopey yeah Go the scope you for um most most <laughs> the best drawing on an album cover this year oh ah, nice okay
0: cool alright I'm I interested think
1: that, I think that you know what it is it's that it's okay it's the it's the album that has the red um like border to it okay and it has the the hand that looks like it's been pencil drawn
0: mercury fam- Aha. okay
1: Yeah, this came out. Yeah, I think you've at least seen the the um the cover for it. Ooh, it's got a translucent red vinyl record. That's pretty slick. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what what, what's about the music? Yeah. Prague rock, Mm. uh, um electro house, very energetic, interesting, crazy sporadic stuff. Um and it's it's all instrumental. Um, And it's very driving and it's very, it's very all over the place. It's not super experimental, but it is Prague. Um, So it's, it's, um, but yeah, it's, it's one of the, it's one of the most interesting and engaging records that I've heard this year. And I was very surprised by how much I liked it. I go back to it quite a bit um, because it's just so, it's, it's a lot of fun too, Um, but it's also just so freaking impressive. <clears throat> excuse me, because mm-hmm. the instrumentation on this thing is absolutely insane. Um, it's, it, the, the, these guys are so talented um, and, and, and so and they're, they're so good at, at, and tight at being a band with each other. You can just tell um, with this record. And it's one of the most impressive like aspect or instances of that, that I've gotten this year. Um, so it, I, I would really like to go and see these guys if I if they if they come around the Nashville area, which I'm sure that they they either have or they might sometime because it's Nashville. Um, but yeah, I, this is this is one of the most th- this is one of the more low key um, releases that that came out this year that I thought you know what I'm going to go ahead and try and recommend it because I think that they deserve it. There you go. That's great. I mean, I had um, never
0: heard of them. So, this is
1: Yeah, I hadn't heard of them either. I just like I just listened to it cuz uh Needle Drop, he didn't even do a review. He just did one of those like tiny little like those little like side videos. Oh, uh, okay. And he just like he was just like wow this is he's like yeah yeah listen to this album that was basically his whole review, huh. and I was really drawn to the album cover too, and the fact that they were called the Physics House Band, <laughs> um, and I was like I was like all right I'm gonna check it out and I really really enjoy it so, yeah check out the it's uh it's it's an eight for me too Um, so both of us have an eight for our first recommendations
0: and yeah I would rate it but you know I don't have anything so I've never heard it but I'll check it out because I trust your opinion sometimes so (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, pretty pretty yeah pretty
1: pretty dirty there.
0: yeah pretty slick by me Um, (laughs) so this next one that I have is actually a winner of two awards okay Oh, uh, okay, so right, okay. It wins the Scopey Award for The Power of the Internet. And it also wins the Scopey Award for, you know, it's been an hour. We should probably talk about hip-hop on the podcast. Scopey Award. Um, okay. So, yeah, all right. hip-hop coming your way. Um, this one's got a lot of internet buzz. Brockhampton saturation. Um, mm-hmm. And... You know i've been hyping this up as a recommendation to all of my friends who are into hip-hop because while i enjoy the album i'm not like head over heels for the album but it's a fantastic recommendation because i think uh there's a ton of accessibility there's a ton of variety there's a ton of originality um, and just all of those combined i think most fans of hip-hop would find at least two tracks on this you know 16 track mixtape uh that they can gravitate to um but as far as background on brockhampton because they are you know kind of unknown at this point uh they're a hip-hop collective of roughly 15 members which leads to this variety um they're based in texas but they win the power of the internet scopi because they were founded on a internet hip-hop forum uh shout out to kanye to the um they've been described as the internet's first boy band, which I mean, I would never call them that that sounds like a cheesy publication thing to do, like 10 things you need to know about the internet's yes. first boy band ooh, like that's just <laughs> lame, but I it, I guess it's accurate, I don't know um, but yeah, because of all the variety, it's sort of at the point where there's too much variety for me, uh, so there's just not much cohesion at all um but this is a mixtape so i guess they're still kind of finding their sound um my couple of my favorite tracks on here star is maybe my favorite rap song of the year just the beat is great uh they're just having a ton of fun on this song the verses are about excuse me they're about them uh comparing themselves to hollywood stars uh throughout the entire thing you know comparing their weapons they have to like horror flick villains or comparing their stature to you know some of the richest celebrities i thought it was kind of clever um and i'll come back to this track in a second um because there's something else i want to bring up but a couple of my other favorite tracks uh heat is just the straight up aggressive banger while milk is a very tender song about just finding someone to be with uh, which is kind of a really sweet pleasant moment um because of the variety, they've been getting a lot of odd future comparisons. So while members such as Amir Van, Merlin Wood, Dom McLennan, Matt Champion, uh, they bring a bunch of odd future type variety and talent. Um, but really, the star of the show of this whole thing is their most prominent member, Kevin Abstract. And I love, <laughs> I love Kevin Abstract because he has this... If there were a comparison to be made, I guess it would be if he is to proc Hampton what Frank Ocean was to Odd Future at the time. I see a lot of... I
1: was thinking exactly that whenever I was listening through on this.
0: Because I couldn't help but try to compare them at the time, like when Odd Future first came out, and then what each member has kind of done since then. I think there's Mm -hmm. a ton of crossover appeal with them. He can rap. He can sing. I think Frank's voice is better, but Kevin Abstract makes really catchy, singing, you know, singing centric, non rapping songs. Um, but he's very young. And of course, another obvious comparison here is that he is bisexual. Uh, taking back to the song Star, he just, in his verse, um, it's one of the earliest songs of the album. But if you don't know that he's bisexual, he. He lays it out there. He is very direct with his lyrics about being bisexual. Um, Yeah. I I think, you know, and I don't want to repeat the lyrics because they're pretty aggressive and not safe for work and all that other stuff. But it's just very refreshing to me that hip-hop, a genre that is not only homophobic but misogynist and, you know, anti-soft, quote-unquote, male, like if you're not this just hard-bodied male who doesn't give a fuck? You know, you're you don't really belong in hip hop, but he's coming in and just being as honest as he can about his bisexuality. Um, even Chance the Rapper, who is known as this like beacon of hip hop positivity, he has this lyric on Acid Rap where he just said he refers to himself as um, a gay person slapper. Of course, he doesn't use the term gay person; he uses a more offensive term. But if the most positive Welcoming influence in hip hop still kind of makes these, you know, homophobic slips. Um, I think it's. I commend Kevin Abstract for just coming on this album and, you know, laying himself out there. I think it's wonderful.
1: Yeah, I I, I thought exactly that. Whenever I was listening to it, like how how awesome that was. Like him, you know, like because he could have just as well not have. You know, he could have he could have like just publicly been bisexual instead of like being so open and embracing about it on his music right so i thought that that was really really cool yeah um, but yeah and and definitely like he's the most talented so there's something to to Take you know from that too, the fact that he's so talented. Right,
0: like he can wrap his butt off, but his hooks are pretty dang great on here too. I guess Gold and Milk are probably the two best hooks on here, and they're both via or I guess courtesy of Kevin Abstract. Uh, overall, mm-hmm. just too much inconsistency, and um, you know, th- especially toward the middle of the project, it loses me a little bit. Uh, but overall, I can recommend it. It's a better recommendation than it is an album to me personally, but I know a lot of people have this as their rap album of the year. Uh, for me, it's a seven. Nice. Yeah, so that's my number two recommendation.
1: Okay, all right. Recommendation. <laughs> all right, so my. how long are we going right now, by the way?
0: We're at an hour six, but... No, we're, I, this was okay. one of our. This was our longest pod the last time we did it. So
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was just wondering. I was hoping we weren't at like an hour and a half already, and oh, you know. right. No, we're good. We're we're at a good pace. Okay, so my second um, for this quarter goes to award. My, do you have my, this, an award for this? It? What? Do you have an award for it? I was going. I, okay. I was going to do. It. I okay, all do right, all right. <laughs> I caught myself right before I was about to <laughs> say what my what my album was. The Scopy for most sexy <laughs> record of the quarter of the quarter <laughs> <laughs> goes to the new or the debut cigarettes after sex ah, album it's that self-titled, self-titled cigarettes after sex Dude,
0: most sexy i had water in my mouth when you said that i was like nope i can't <laughs>
1: the most sexy okay okay <laughs> I figured you'd recommend. Yeah, this the one. most sexy, not the sexiest. But the <laughs> most sexy. The most sexy. I figured you'd recommend this, so I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Uh, th- my my thoughts on this are, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I this one this one is uh, it's not as I'm not as crazy about it as I was when I first listened to it, um, just because like it it's it's drained on me a little bit. Like there's some stuff about it that that isn't as. Um, as impressive as the first few times that I listened to, just because the melodies can get a little bit, uh, they're a little, little bit predictable, and the lyrics themselves are they're good and they're interesting, but they don't they don't offer like a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I th- think that it's definitely worth checking out because this is a debut album from these guys, um, and it's it's really fantastic. Like the style, the stylish nature of this thing is amazing like it's so cool it's just it's 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 really one of the most interesting sounding pop it's kind of it's pop it's it's definitely it's like it's like uh moody pop kind of right like the the Um,
0: moodier side of like indie pop i guess
1: yeah yeah it's like the first xx album was just committed to just really being uh you know dark and Sexy and whatever, but um, yeah, but I, it, it is an indie record. There's a lot of guitar. There's a lot of really spacious, uh, vibrant guitar. The, the insane amount of reverb. But one of the most interesting things from this is, um, man, I can't remember their lead, their frontman's name. Um, but the uh, the lead singer's voice is, and I'm still not sure if it's a it's an effect that they've used on this. Or what it is but the the vocals on this are so androgynous and Mm. just and interesting like it sounds it sounds it doesn't sound like a man or a woman it just sounds like something singing um and it's not like it's not like it like really like abrasive or polarizing really because of just how delicate and 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 interesting and cool the vocals are um i think that it's just one of the coolest i think it's a vocal effect i I don't know if anybody can sound like this honestly um and if they if he does congratulations because that's impressive so but uh but it's one of the coolest effects that i've that i've that i've heard from music from vocal music um this year um but yeah it's it's definitely like the first few listens to this i was like wow like this is great you know and listening to it at night it's so it's such a night record um it is definitely a night record in the daytime it does not <laughs> sound nearly as good <laughs> um but it, so that that kind of you know that kind of you know for that, that that is a little something to me too i'm like well it's so, you know but anyway but um but yeah I, I still feel strongly about this thing just because like from a recommendation standpoint i am at a seven okay. on it right now um because it's it there are tracks on here that like there's some tracks in here that are just kind of like eh. now um and it's not a very long album either so it's not like there but there's some like the intro track uh, K. the The first three, the first four tracks are fantastic, um, and really engaging, and really cool, and sexy, and uh, and just awesome. So, um, shouts out to cigarettes after sex. Um, you got my scopey keeping in nice.
0: Yeah. And a friend of the podcast, Josh Sellers, I believe, has purchased this record on vinyl. So, he must. Yeah, have- he.
1: He, he loves it.
0: So, real quick, uh, before I get into mine, um, I know my score doesn't matter because it's your individual recommendation and all that, but we do disagree on this one, so I thought I'd make that a note. Uh, I'm, just, I'm pretty indifferent to this one. Uh, it's very, as you mentioned, it is a lot like the XX debut, self-titled, but I think it's too much like that, like a little bit of XX worship. Um, that said, I've only heard it a couple times in full, But when I was driving around today, I guess the song uh, "John Wayne" came on shuffle. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. uh,
1: Yeah. Second to last.
0: Second. Okay. Well, when it came on, I was like, "Okay, this is actually, you know, I actually like this. So maybe I just need to revisit it." But for me, it's at like a five right now. I'm pretty indifferent. Um, Ooh.
1: Okay. All right. I know.
0: So I just had to throw that little bit of edge in there.
1: Um, Gloves are coming off here.
0: Yeah. How – you like this bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, let me get my coffee real quick. And as I run over to get it, I can tell you about my third individual recommendation. There we go. I'm back. Okay. Nice. That was quick. Yeah. um, (laughs) So this Scopey Award is for (laughs) – Sorry, it's for uh, the best real estate album I've heard all year, um, <laughs> and of course it goes to Beach Fossils for their record "Somersault."
1: <laughs> I, I was about to say, I was like, "Wait a second. Yeah, that was real yeah, so, Came out last quarter. Exactly.
0: So it's the best real estate album I've heard all year. Um, That's hilarious. I, well, and it, 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 for those who have listened to both albums, um, I think they might get what I'm getting at. Uh, they also are a jangle pop indie rock surf rock lo-fi whatever band from brooklyn uh and that is a an important distinction they are more lo-fi than real estate which i like it adds this raw edge to it um real estate's latest album uh in mind was released in quarter one uh, and it's fine but i think beach fossils adds just a ton of diversity well maybe not a ton of diversity but it adds more diversity uh to this style of rock and not only that, but it was released at the perfect time. It's a very good summertime record. Um, you know, and kind of like the Charlie Bliss, I don't have a ton to say about this because it is mostly straightforward um, because it doesn't reinvent jangle pop at all. Um, but these songs have more of an identity from track to track than I think a lot of modern jangle pop does. Um, at least a lot that I've heard. Um, you know, I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, the real estate, I mean, I hate to make this like a comparison thing, but the real estate album, I thought, was a little too sonically consistent from one track to the next. Like, it just kind of blended together. This, though, um, just some of these tracks, uh, such as, you know, Tangerine or Closer Everywhere or May 1st, they're pleasant, they're very straightforward, catchy, punchy, jangle pop, indie rock, whatever. Uh, But some of my favorite tracks sort of add little twists onto it. Uh, The song Be Nothing is like a five-minute track that just turns out to this bass-heavy, bass-line-heavy, just this all-out jam uh, by the end of the track. Uh, The song This Year, which opens the project, is this very... um, I guess it's not too stylistically different, but I thought it was the best... Uh, from a punchy, catchy perspective of just welcoming you to the style that they exhibit on this project. Um, And then my other favorite track, St. Ivy. Uh, Very traditional uh, jingle pop until the last minute or so. Then it goes into these very ultra-sunny, lonerism type of guitar patterns. Um, So yeah, I don't have a ton to say about this um, because it's a very vibey album you kind of have to listen to it to kind of you know it's very hard to talk about the appeal the the appeal is very sonic and obvious upon hearing it um not my album of the year or anything but it is a very under talked about overlooked album so i thought i'd squeeze it into this recommendation segment um especially for people who really love real estate so shout out to again our friend josh if you're listening to this go check out the beach fossils record
1: yeah, yeah, um, seriously, yeah.
0: Yeah, anybody who's a fan. Have you heard this, by the way?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have. I, okay. I, I have. I, I listened to it a uh, c- couple weeks ago. Okay. Do you prefer yeah, it co- the real estate? A couple weeks or? ago for the first time. What's up? Do
0: you prefer this or the real estate that came out this year? Just curious.
1: Uh, Now now I prefer this, Beach Fossils, yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, there could be another kind of styled album that came out, like, later this year, and I'd probably prefer that over both of them. Right, right. Just because it's, like, new. The thing about this genre is that, like, this music can get old really quick, and yeah, that's where, yeah. like, I am with real estate. Like, I'm just like, uh. Yeah,
0: like, I, I, totally, I totally feel that, so that's why it's not going to be, like, that high on my album of the year, and I can't even say, like, I'm in love with it or anything thing um so it's a seven yeah i think
1: that it's it's pretty it's pretty damn good though like it's definitely like it's a very enjoyable record yep yeah
0: so if i was feeling somewhere like a five to a six on real estate i'm feeling a seven with beach fossils um okay so yeah nice so yeah another solid recommendation but not like you know over the top you need to check this out charlie bliss type of recommendation um
1: but yeah, I like the I like this uh, this thing that you got going on here, and, and that me and you got going on here, like the the recommending because we feel like they deserve to be shouted out, basically.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could yeah. just mention a bunch of obvious stuff that people have heard already, um, but we'll get to that when we list off some of our other recommendations. Uh, mm-hmm. Toward yeah, the end. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And okay, so my uh, my third Scopey Award. Yes. Yes, goes goes or is the award? <laughs> I'm just like my general third Scopy.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, this Scopey is for. oh man, I, should, I I need to be thinking of this while you're doing your thing. Um. <laughs> hardest name to pronounce oh um on this on yeah, hardest name to pronounce okay. <laughs> on this list okay Ryuchi Sakamoto mm. I think that that's how you pronounce his name
0: with the album,
1: uh, a- with the album a Async. a Async, a a a async a sync I think it's a sync that's all one word but anyway yeah so Ryuchi Sakamoto with the album a it's an ambient experimental um, composition album Um, it comes from a really tragic place Um, from a really tragic time he just like got got through battling throat cancer um before he made this record Um, and he's been apparently a really prominent figure in the music world specifically in like production and everything for a very long time Um, and hasn't worked on music in quite a while because He's been battling cancer. So um, that being said, this thing is emotional and, 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 and experimental and interesting and really um, philosophical at points. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it, it was one of the more powerful, um, especially ambient records that I've heard this year. Um, because with ambient music a lot of the time you're like you don't get you don't get a lot of uh of real powerful kind of like striking moments um unless you know there's there's because it's because it's ambient i mean there's you can you basically make your own kind of uh associations with it um uh, but this one is it, it comes from a very creative and very inspired place um and uh, and and it's it, it's clear and it's very powerful, um, and I I think it's one of the it's definitely one of the more interesting records this year and it's one of it's one of the best records to come out this year too, I think. Okay. Um, there's there's it's a little bit off-putting. Um, it can, it can be at points I think because of how experimental it is, but I keep going back to it and I'm just so impressed. By this thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, but uh, yeah, and I, I think it deserves its due for a shout out because, because, one, I feel so powerful about this, and two, like this guy poured his soul into this thing. So I I, I, I really like it. I think that it's, it, it deserves that. And hey, you've heard this too, right?
0: I've only heard it a couple times, but the contrast between this and Cigarettes After Sex is that I've heard each album only a couple times. And even with that, I was comfortable rating The Cigarettes After Sex because I didn't feel like there was that much depth to it. With this, there's so much complexity and depth that I'm going to reserve a rating judgment um, for now. But I will agree that it is a very interesting record, especially like in the ambient spectrum of music.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite ambient records this year, too.
0: Interesting year for ambient.
1: Very interesting year for ambient. I've been i've been uh i've been i've been on it so we'll talk about that in a second oh Um, okay maybe 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 i didn't like maybe i didn't like any ambient from this quarter (laughs) (laughs) yeah except for this album right um but anyway yeah there's a so very complex very powerful um interesting record sonically just impressive uh i i uh I'm at, I'm at an eight with it. Nice, okay. Um, right now, yeah.
0: Dang. So. Dang, yeah. I, I, you know, I knew you liked it, but I didn't know you liked it as much as you know that eight in, indicates. So.
1: Yeah, I really like it. I it, and it's just because, like when I when I like think about it, you know, when I go back to it, I'm like, oh man, like this is because I, you know, I, it kind of just it came out. I was really impressed, and then for a couple weeks, I just didn't even like give it any attention um after that and then i was like oh shit i'm like i really like that record let me give it another listen and you know the more and more i've listened to it i've just i've all i've i find more stuff and i really really enjoy it so that's awesome
0: yeah i think uh this year our album of the year lists are going to have a a little more diversity on it so that's going to be interesting to see um
1: yeah i hope so i'm just going to cut and paste pitchforks top (laughs) fifty. Uh,
0: I also thought uh, Crack Up was an (laughs) 8.7. right.
1: (laughs) Even though we rated it a a a 9 on our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: I was just rounding up from 8.7, you know. Um, So my last one, um, the Scopey Award is a repeat award. Spoon won this award last quarter. Okay. The award for – it's the I Can't Believe I Haven't Checked Out This Band By Now Scopey um usually given to well usually spoon was given to it because they have a long discog and I just, <laughs> usually
1: given to Spoon. <laughs> yeah usually
0: given to spoon one out of one times spoon has won the award to this point uh, I gave it to spoon at the time yeah. because they have a very long discography uh, very acclaimed um, indie group and I just now got into them or just now checked out the the band with their most recent album same case here different band. This award is going to The Mountain Goats uh, for Goths. Oh yeah. Yeah, so this one I thought you might have recommended as well, uh, whether it's in this segment or the next one, we'll see. Um, But yeah, Goths is, I believe, the 16th studio album from them. Uh, The Mountain Goats have been making music since the early 90s. Um, To this point, they're apparently, because I don't know their past material, an indie rock, indie folk band uh, based in North Carolina, but from California originally. Um, the story with this band or the highlight is their front man, uh, John Darnell, who has a writing career outside of you know, making music. Uh, and because of that, it's very obvious that he's a very lyrical person, a very thematic person, uh, very conceptual in terms of uh, songwriting. Uh, that translates on this project uh, considering that the entirety of this album is about the i guess 80s to early 90s goth scene uh, especially in i think the uk um not really my scene the whole goth culture thing the whole goth scene i don't really know a whole lot about it so there were some references he made that kind of went over my head uh, but despite that, I enjoyed the concept because it was very well executed throughout. Um, just again, stellar songwriting, stellar lyricism. Um, and although I'm new to the band, I now understand what people mean when they consider John Darneal one of the most, uh, I guess, overlooked by mainstream, you know, by a mainstream uh, aspect. But one of the best for those who are in the know uh, from a songwriting perspective. Um the songs themselves though, musically, uh consistently unique, consistently thematic, um and the production, like the mixing, the mastering, uh-huh. it's just so damn clean. Uh the drums, especially on tracks like abandoned Flesh or Wear Black, they're so crisp. They just they come in, they hit their stride and then leave very clean. Um, very I guess uh, intricate in the uh, the way it was mixed you know every note counts sort of thing um, I can compare the cleanliness of the drums to something off of like uh, you know radioheads in rainbows or something where the drum hits just really make their presence known but in a way that is still enjoyable and not too brash Um mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I guess, you know, they're apparently more folky uh, in their earlier material. This has a lot of, um, you know, significantly less folky instrumentation, considering this is their first record without any guitars. Yeah. Yep. so a lot of piano on here, a lot of brass, strings. Well, not guitar strings, but, you know, orchestral strings. Um, just a very interesting, almost like contemporary sound like adult contemporary at times uh something that i think like our parents might enjoy um yeah i could see that yeah just a very kind of easy going album a lot of the time uh but lyrically obviously it's about the goth culture rain and soho the opener one of the best tracks all year easily yep uh very tribal uh i i maybe not very tribal but tribal influenced track uh with these powerful you know choir vocals in the background, making their presence known. Um, for a 50-year-old person, uh, John Darnielle's voice is still very enjoyable and has a lot of youthful energy to it. Um, this is one of those albums where I really liked it first listen, and the more I listen to it, I love it more and more and more and more and more. So this could climb uh, as I learn more about the goth scene, uh, you know, and all of the other. Uh, I guess academic or whatever music related concepts that go into the lyricism behind this project. Uh, as I discover these, I anticipate that I'll enjoy the album even more as a result. Uh, but for me, right now, it's at an eight out of ten. Pretty solid eight, you know, not a seven, not a nine. It's an eight. Nice. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. The, uh, the the Sunset Tree is the only other one I've heard from them. Mm hmm. Um, and it is, it's, it's gorgeous. It's not, it's not like folky, folky. It's like, um, it's like a blend of like death cab style indie and, uh, and kind of folky, but, but it's, it's less like that and more definitely like heavy songwriting indie rock. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like more, more like along the lines of what death cab is with, um, like a transatlanticism day death cab with just very heavy songwriting. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, but it's not as emo.
0: Yeah, but um, they're they're one of those bands that get acclaim with every single album they put out, and it's just everyone mm-hmm. has a different favorite album by them. Uh, so it seems. Yeah. So I'm gonna go back to yeah. their discog now. Um, you know. I,
1: I I recommend the Sunset Tree. That's the only other one I've heard, but I really recommend it. It's okay. It's great. Um, There's some really beautiful songs on there. Okay, Um, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So going into my last one now. Okay, all right, here we go. And this is The Local Scopey. Ah, The Local Scopey? The Local Scopey. The Scopey for the best album I've heard from a Nashville band this year. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I had to give a shout-out. Because uh, just because, like I, I uh, you know, yeah, uh, you know, Nashville, sure. and um, and because I've been trying to get into the metal scene this year a little bit more. Uh huh. So I'm giving a shout out to uh, for for a couple of of bias reasons, but <laughs> 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 but I'm giving a, sho- a scope nonetheless. It's my award. Um, so yeah, the best Nashville band that I've heard this year, and this is the band. Loss. How, um, how do and I They spell came that? out with an. They came out with an album this year called Horizonless. Okay, I've um, never
0: heard of it.
1: It is. It is funeral doom death metal. Huh. Um, is the is the uh, uh, kind of kind of similar to like what Paul Bearer? Um, mm-hmm. it, it is like it's a but this one's a little bit darker. It's got a lot, little bit more uh, growl and scream to it than uh than the pallbearer record did but it's the same funeral kind of doom death metal as this and this is one i don't expect people to re- uh, like as much because people don't really like death metal as much mm-hmm. um, but i've been trying to give this scene a little bit more of a, of a listen to and i've been really liking like certain things here and there from old old stuff and from new stuff this year um too and this is one of them Um, they're banned out of nashville it's really a gorgeous heavy metal record there's some very dark heavy evil kind of themes on here not really evil just has a lot to do with like death and kind of like almost worshiping death Hmm. Um, because it's funeral doom so the whole concept is based around death and dying Um, but really there's just like the instrumentation on here and uh and and the delivery is really gorgeous um it's a uh it's it's a long record it's over it's just over an hour um it's only nine tracks so it's a classic as far as i can tell a pretty classic uh modern heavy metal record um but yeah i uh, I, I really the the first track the joy of all who sorrow is the <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you, there you go. <laughs> By the way, there you go. <laughs> that's uh that's 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 pretty much all you need to know. The Joy of All Who Sorrow is the first track. That's the <laughs> clear standout from this thing. I really like it. It's one of my favorite heavy metal songs I've heard this year. I haven't heard a ton, but this is one of my favorites. Um and yeah, it's one of my favorite heavy metal records this year. Um I'm not like super super like Oh, best album of the year because like it's still uh, there's still stuff that's just like it's it's very long and it feels a little bit longer because of how how like how much it demands from you um and i think that that's heavy metal in general but you know it still it still has its flaws for sure because there are tracks on here that are pretty freaking long and they they feel like they don't really have a ton of purpose at certain points um, but overall, it's a gorgeous record, um, and I'm at a I'm at a seven with okay. it. But I wanted to give a shout out to it, and recommend it.
0: Another overlooked um, one that you know could use a little more exposure. So
1: yeah, and I don't know how big they are at all, honestly. Okay. Um, but uh, but the, the the reason that I saw it was because Pitchfork reviewed their album, oh, um, so. and they said that they were Nashville natives, and I was like, ooh. Oh. so. They gave I looked it, at
0: it. I... Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I'll, I'll, what did I'll... you say? They, they gave it the fat 8.0, not best new music. Uh, oh, yeah, they did. They, they, yeah, they, they like it to do 8, that. Yeah. They like to give it an 8.0, just shy of best new music. Um, but yeah, they did that with goths. Too. They did that with goths. They they do that a lot. If there's a if there's no real hype behind the album, I think they try to do that sometimes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So
0: I don't know. That's just me putting my little tinfoil hat uh, on. But yeah, anyway. Pitchfork
1: does have to have something to talk about if they're getting the best menu music. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I can't imagine they're big on the Nashville metal scene. Um, but you yeah. know, you, the listener, might be so. I guess yeah, exactly I might be, I haven't heard it yet, so I'll I'll check that out I did like yeah. the hallberry record, so if it's kind of similar yeah, to that Yeah, there
1: you
0: go Yeah, um, so those are our four um, And I guess, well, real quick, there was a recommendation that I thought you were going to recommend um, So when you bring it up in this next segment, or if you don't bring it up at all I would like to have a conversation about it on this podcast But we'll get to that Okay um, so with this segment, uh, okay, uh, okay.
1: <laughs> hey, save that.
0: Yeah, save, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so with this segment, um, we're doing, I guess, other recommendations. Um, I guess just real quick. Uh, how did you, how did you want to do this?
1: Um, uh, just list them, I okay. guess.
0: I'll list and give it like a really brief, brief, brief description. Um, so for other recommendations that I had over the quarter, my barrier is, is this at least a 7 out of 10 for me? Um, and while I thought this was a pretty good quarter overall, a quarter that I enjoyed more than the first quarter of the year, there were quite a bit of 6 out of 10 albums uh, from this quarter. Uh, shout out to you know Joey Badass uh, was just one that came off the top of my head just now. A bunch of 6 out of 10 uh, mm, Vince Staples is another one just doesn't quite make the recommended threshold for me uh, but I did have about five recommendations additional to the ones I've already made that are at least a seven out of ten um, the first one I did mention this earlier during my Charlie Bliss review the new pornographers their new record out Conditions uh, another fantastic well I wouldn't say fantastic but a very enjoyable power pop record they are missing Dan Behar's edge uh, from a songwriting standpoint, so um, that's one. The next one I have here, Pond, with the record The Weather. Very much recommended if you're into uh, either of Tame Impala's last couple of albums. They have a lot of lonerism type of you know, vibes on here and a bunch of currents type of instrumentation on here as well. It is produced by Kevin Parker of Tame Impala. Paint Me Silver is the song of the summer. So Pond, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's so, it is so sunny. It's such a sunny record. Great album cover as well. Um, And going from that to another one of my favorite album covers uh, all year, I wish we kind of, I thought you might've recommended this, um, but I can talk about it now just a little bit. Jaylin with the record Black Origami. Um, It's this footwork, I guess it's technically called footwork, But it's this really peculiar dance, electronic, Eastern sort of instrumentation. It's very odd, very world music. Um, But yeah, it's really tough to get into. Uh, I enjoy it, but I find it far more interesting than enjoyable. Uh, But yeah, percussion is fantastic on here. That's the biggest draw. Uh, I recommend it for people who are trying to get in a little more experimental dance percussion type of music. Uh, just a couple more here the new lord album I enjoyed uh melodrama um, I think people are overrating it a little bit calling it you know like a pop masterpiece or album of the year or anything that all said mm-hmm. pretty enjoyable record um, some sort of maturity to her I thought that pure heroin was a little too i don't know uh, moody moody but not in like a very refined way I'm not sure how to phrase that but Whatever she's doing on here, I thought she matured as a songwriter. Uh, but but it's also very catchy as well. So very solid pop record from the Lord. Uh, last one real quick, just to kind of throw some more hip-hop into the mix. The new Billy Woods record. Uh, I wasn't in love with this as much as I hoped I would be. Um, Known Unknowns is the name of the record. Billy Woods is this very um, eccentric, sort of uh, underground mf doom jizza-esque pissed off spoken word flow ranting style of rap he's a very eccentric rapper um i would consider him experimental but not experimental to the point of like death grips or shabazz palaces or anything he's a very lyrical dude very uh, experimental dude very aggressive rapper um But yeah, it's, it's again, a little tough to get into, but I'd recommend it for anyone who's looking for new, interesting uh, hip hop in a year that I had, I think hasn't been that great for hip hop. So if people are just starving for more rap, go to Billy Woods and that's it for my additional recommendations. Okay.
1: That's it. That's it okay <laughs> i'm just kidding, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> i have i have mine too um okay i'm just gonna add on really quick onto the ones that you said that i also have on here okay. so i have the i have the charlie bliss record guppy on here i have um um the um mountain goats goths mm. on here i i i want to shout that out because i really i i agree with what you were saying about the conceptual nature of the thing so well executed Mm -hmm. the sonic elements of this thing are gorgeous Mm -hmm. um and the songwriting is fantastic so yeah definitely i I, definitely go check that out i wanted to shout out uh, loss a lot on this and that's why like it kind (laughs) of took you know sure sure the spot of some of these um brockhampton have on here saturation go check that out beach fossils same thing i have on here um so and yeah i have Jalen also yes on here too with black origami it's one of the most insane electric uh, uh dance records uh, one of the coolest things i think i've heard um the reason i don't know if this is the one that you're talking about why i didn't have it on my recommend
0: it's not yet i'll let you know
1: okay all right but i uh, i didn't have this on here again just because well i have my reasons as to why i gave these other ones recommendations this one's been very critically acclaimed it got a best new music from pitchfork so um but it definitely is worthy of that of that uh of that title so but there the, i mean that is kind of a reason why i didn't feel the need to harp on it even more mm-hmm. um so again to add on to you i also have new por- pornographers on here whiteout mm-hmm. conditions album uh like that album quite a bit pond the weather insane summer album Mm -hmm. i agree completely with paint me silver um i yeah i i think that that's a phenomenal track and definitely probably i don't know maybe song of the summer
0: yeah and uh, real quick i can't stress enough that if you're a tame impala fan this might be like one of your favorite albums all year please check it out
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Also, first listen to this was phenomenal because it came right off of me listening to the new Logic album. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I I think I'll remember the first listen to this for a long time because I was like, that's incredible. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so, yeah, that one's not on here. Uh, but yeah uh, Lord Melodrama I have that one on here too I do like it quite a bit but yeah I don't I don't agree with like everything masterpieces and things like that about I think it's really good but you know to me it's still just it's still a pop record and it's very much a pop record at points mm-hmm. um, so it's, there's nothing about it that's you know absolutely mind blowing um, but yeah I think that that's all the ones that I have that you have too alright let me get into my individuals here Arca Yes, I have I have Arca's record on here, um, Arca, um, and uh, it, it and it's just insane. It's amazing. It's really more accessible than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's um, it, it. I I really love this album. I think that it's uh, there's some there's some stuff on here that's not as pleasing um, anymore. Uh, but it's definitely so interesting and and worth it because it got me kind of more into a little bit more looking at experimental things and darker um stuff in music so um definitely worth checking out a little obscure thing here mary Lattimore. she is a harpist and she came out with a record this year called collected pieces and it's gorgeous i recommend checking that out gas narco pop Mm -hmm. ambient record very dark ambient record um, really awesome, hypnotic, interesting stuff. Uh, Do make say think. Mm-hmm. Came out with a record called *Stubborn Persistent Illusions*. It's post rock. It's it's instrumental. It's interesting. It's um, very it's complex at points, but it's very accessible. Um, I really I really enjoy that one. Um, Gaussian Curve, the distance. They are an ambient group. Um, I just found out about them this year, and they came out with an album this year, um, and it's very guitar-heavy. It's kind of 80s style, and it has a little bit of a of a kitschy vibe to it sometimes, um, but it's it's very charming and it's very um, daydreamy and interesting. I'm searching uh, um, so I... all
0: these as you go, by the way. Uh, <laughs> just oh, you are? Okay. Some of these ones I haven't heard of, but I'm interested. So,
1: okay. Um, yeah, so that. Um, oh, uh, the reflections by floating points is another uh, kind of ambient experimental album. I think that it was a, a soundtrack to a uh, to a short film that he did. Um, but it's really interesting. It's uh, it's 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 reflection. I think the full title is Reflections: The Mojave Desert because it's like conceptually about the Mojave Desert. Uh, um, and it's very energetic uh synthy, um and uh and and, and uh, spacious so I really like that um and uh, another very very dark heavy metal record that I that I that I liked um that just came out yeah just a week and a half ago or so two weeks ago I think impetuous ritual blight upon martyred sentence holy cow (laughs) it's it's really fucking dark uh this is very screamo um not screamo just like uh i don't know really how to how to describe metal stuff i'm not very good at it right now but it's 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 really intense dark stuff um but i i i i I, I was really impressed by it um um the last couple weeks i've been really impressed by it and it's really it just uh, it's visceral and it makes you feel um, very intense. So I really I really enjoyed that one and, and Two Chains new record. Mm, I Pretty was girls like trap music.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I was just shy of a seven yeah. on that.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. Um, I think I I well not quite a bit. I liked it at a seven. It's at a seven. <laughs> right. Um, a, a good majority of of these are at sevens. Um, there's some that are at eights but there's none that's a nine that I haven't that I've listed on here Hmm.
0: um
1: but yeah so yeah those are those are my recommendations for the year besides um besides what I named earlier did I did I miss what you were thinking did I miss something so so let's talk about this record um the planetarium record oh Let's yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't miss
0: it, no. Okay, alright, so I was wondering, I thought this was going to be our big disagreement, because you are very much a space, you know, astronomic fan, you know, or everything that goes with that, you're the biggest space nerd I know, and I mean that the best way. Um, mm. Obviously, we... Thank you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you know, you haven't, you've got a telescope recently, you know, so... Uh, Yes, um, I do. I did haven't you know made that? good yeah. use of it lately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, Sufjan Stevens is behind this. Um, I can't remember his name. Bryce something of the National Bryce, is behind Bryce this. Bryce Dessner. Yep. Uh, and a couple of, uh, I guess, musicians that are more so classical than they are contemporary. Uh, yeah, Nico Muley. Yes. Uh, they're behind this as well. Very polarizing record in a year full of polarizing records. But I just... I. Uh, I couldn't really get behind it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about you know, it briefly yeah, because yeah. I, I do want to mention this because I was so excited for this thing and I uh, and I and I did like uh, Saturn and uh, quite a bit. That was the track that I listened to before it came out. Oh, okay. Um, I heard. I, it. I I only listened to that before it came out, um, and I really liked that quite a bit. So I was really excited about it, and it was space. A full space concept album, and it's by these indie gods and these co- co- composers that are phenomenal. So everything was rolled up for it to be, you know, potential album of the year, maybe even for for me just from a fanboy standpoint. Mm-hmm. I thought you could put it on there. Yep. But dude, this thing is so ill-conceived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not i like I, I like there's some tracks on there like jupiter um mercury the last track i liked quite a bit and there's some moments that are like really p- gorgeous and pretty on here but like th- it's so long and just drags and and the whole uh, concept of um of of it like the mythology of like the planets and these spatial objects and and everything is like it gets old really fucking quick. Like I, I, I that's not that's also not the space concept album I wanted.
0: Right. Like I, I thought it
1: was yeah. going to be sciency and nerdy and you know like that kind of thing, and it ended up being kind of more um uh, about like the 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 religious and mytholo- mythological aspects of of spatial. Op- objects and stuff and that's fine so yeah take that for what it is but like it's just there's so much it, it, it feels so self-indulgent basically yep. and that's and that's the thing that can happen a lot of times whenever you are whenever you're you, whenever you're doing anything related to space because like the possibilities are endless so it's really easy to just get really just self-absorbed with your own ideas about space and, um, and stuff like that, especially from an artistic standpoint, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, and, and I think that, and that's what a lot of, I mean, it's, it, it was an ambitious thing. Not a lot of people take that on, you know, that concept just because of those reasons, because it's like, you're going to tackle space in an art <laughs> form. Like, <laughs> If you either you you, it usually comes out either campy or kitschy, or self indulgent, or it comes out as dark side of the moon, you know, <laughs> right. some something like that. Right. Like th- there's really not a lot of in between with that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do not really. It, it's not like terrible, but it's like a six. Like it's not. You know.
0: Yeah. It, well, there's I actually, some moments yeah. on
1: here that I really on there that I really like. Like i really like jupiter i think that's a great track um um, and saturn i like too but and 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 things like that and and elements here and there in certain tracks um but yeah overall it's like yeah eh. i i think it was it was really disappointing i wanted to like it like the first listen that i gave to it i was definitely like you know in a little bit of denial I'm like oh yeah no i really like you know how just how long this thing is because it's space and it's supposed to you know just creating a lot of reasons why i like more than i did
0: um so i think mercury is my favorite track but the thing yeah
1: i really i, I really enjoyed that that's very sufion
0: yes exactly yeah and the thing with this album and i don't think this even makes sense And I've never said it about an album before, but it is somehow, simultaneously, very ambitious, while at the same time, pretty one-dimensional.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a very very good point, actually. I don't know (laughs) how they
0: managed to do that, but they did a sound (laughs) that I hadn't heard before, and if you were going to compare it, you might compare it to Age of Odds era Sufjan. Mm -hmm. but i hadn't heard anything like that but at the same time when i did hear that i felt like i heard not a whole lot of ideas within that spectrum of the grand overall idea i feel like i heard one two three four ideas executed over the course of you know like 70 to 80 minutes or however long it is um i i dislike this album i would give it a four Um, I I can't even say I'm disappointed Because I didn't listen to any of the teasers Going in Um, I didn't really have any idea what to expect out of it So I was just like, "All right, I'm going to listen to this Because it's Zufian Stevens Um, And man I I gave it a couple full listens I listened to it at work a couple days ago um, Because I thought you were going to Recommend it, and I'm like, okay, I gotta really Formulate my opinion, because when Pat Praises this thing, I I need some sort of Rebuttal Um, (laughs) <laughs> but, but the thing is, I kind of, I, all the mental notes I had as I was listening to this a last time, they're all gone now. Because to me, a lot of these songs, once again, they just blend into each other. Um, I think Moon is another one of my favorite tracks. I think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It all kind of blended in. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, the, the vocals, when they're not heavily auto-tuned, I enjoy them. Uh, I think yeah. some of like the the more orchestral moments are pretty you know enjoyable at times too. But you nailed it. This is I think pretty self indulgent, um, and I wanted to love mm-hmm. it, but man, I, pretty big disappointment. A year full of disappointments, uh, and this is another one I can add. to that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I this 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 one really hurt honestly mm-hmm. for me. I was I was not. I, I mean it, it, it. yeah. It hurt. It hurt, and it, and then again, it was also like not that surprising too, because it's like, well, of course. I mean, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. of course it ended up like this. It can't. It can't all. You can't have all, all these people, and, that I that I love, and 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 all <laughs> and this whole concept that I that I am, that I'm about. And it ended <laughs> end up being, like, also an amazing project. <laughs> right, right. The, Life doesn't work that way. <laughs> you
0: can't just have the night everything come together, right? It, it just can't yeah, happen. It
1: just can't happen like that, I guess.
0: So that's our, our one non-recommendation on this podcast. Uh, shout out to... <laughs> yeah,
1: you. honestly, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't even really recommend it because, yeah. like, it's not very good. It's, it's like, true. it's fine. It's, it's just...
0: It's a rare misstep for a Sufjan Stevens-led project.
1: Um, it's not worth the hour and uh, like it's not. 17 i think that it takes to get through it so just don't just leave it like yeah, go listen it. to go you, listen yeah. to saturn and mercury and jupiter and yeah. and heli's comet yeah. which is just an ambient track <laughs> but I, I i i do like that one a little bit i think that it's pretty so yeah. anyway
0: or listen to any of these other albums we recommended today um, yeah,
1: just listen to these. Don't listen yeah. Yeah. to...
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a good place to wrap up. Uh, real quick, just, I mean, real quick, I, I liked quarter two more than quarter one. Uh, I, I did too. I thought there were a lot of pretty dang good albums in this quarter. Um, you know, some of my, I, most of my favorites of the year are probably in this quarter. Um, I mean, and that's including the ones we reviewed on podcasts already. Uh, so as a whole thank you quarter two for you know kind of uh i don't want to say make up for quarter one but quarter one was just a little underwhelming for me um so i'm glad that i can say that you know i enjoy 2017 musically overall because of mostly the music that has come out over the
1: past three months or so Mm -hmm. yeah i found quite a few things that i really enjoyed over the past few months yeah
0: so yeah that's our quarter two podcast this is our longest podcast. We are near two hours.
1: Uh, wow. So, yeah. Well, we spent we spent like 15 minutes review, also reviewing Planetarium. <laughs> so. Right.
0: That's right. Um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening to this whole thing. I hope you all uh, found a bunch of records that you can check out, you know, writing down the records as we review them and discuss them. Uh, let us know what you think of all of these records, uh, whether you've heard them before this podcast or not. Um Thank you for listening, Pat. This is another fun podcast. I love doing these quarterly report podcasts. Um, yeah,
1: I, I think they're I think they're great.
0: Yeah, I think it's a it's a safe bet we'll be doing a quarter three podcast, um, you know, three months from now. So look forward to that. Um, and real quick, look forward again to our blog of some sort of, you know, unnamed artist. Could be anybody. You know, could. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure who it is. <laughs> <laughs> so keep an eye on that and that will be at under the
1: scope <laughs> <laughs> that that's subtle
0: um yeah right <laughs> so look so look for that at under the scope site s-i-t-e dot wordpress.com of course we'll share it on facebook twitter reddit all of these other things too so uh, keep an eye on that thank you for listening to this podcast good talking to you patrick and, uh, good talking to you, Will. Uh, yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.